0: In the second half of the show, we'll explore the history of each location, the story of the great America in each city and town along our route. What does it mean to be a great America on the local level? Was it when a city prospered? When a new business came to town? During a time of civil unrest? Before Western civilization arrived? Resident historian Tom Przelski is here to tell us what made this place great. Tom Prozelski is a Tucson native whose family roots in southern Arizona extend back to the 18th century. He worked for both the Yaqui tribe and the Tohono O'odham Nation before serving three terms in the Arizona House of Representatives. He was the Pima County historian, and his writings on Arizona history, politics, and culture have appeared in multiple publications. He is the author of California Lancers, the 1st Battalion of Native Cavalry in the Far West, 1863-1866. to 1866. More importantly, Tom is our resident historian. Hi, Tom. Welcome to today's episode. Well, hello. Hello, Laura. It's great to be here. In which time period was it a great America in Denver? Denver's real
1: kind of blossoming as a city, or most recent blossoming as a city, was really from the mid-80s to the early 2000s. And that's when Denver, after the bust of fossil fuels in the 70s, bounced back under the leadership of two rather unique mayors. One was uh, Federico Pena, who was Mexican-American, and the other was Wellington Webb, who was African-American. They did a lot to diversify the economy, invest in infrastructure, really make Denver the quintessential modern American city.
0: What made it great? In
1: addition to focusing on a more diverse economy with tech, there was a lot of emphasis on higher education. There was an arts scene started to blossom. And of course, the big thing for Denver was their first major league baseball franchise, the Colorado Rockies, which brought new attention to the town, built up a lot of civic pride. It became this very diverse and very vibrant city, the blossoming of microbreweries, small businesses. It was a place that people wanted to live. It was a place that people wanted to go. And it was also a place that really embraced its diversity. Not only the fact that they had a Mexican-American and then an African-American mayor, but also other communities, immigrant communities, uh, people from places like Morocco and in other areas around the world really found a home there during this period.
0: Who was included in that great America?
1: It was a city that was increasingly embracing its diversity. Uh, I mentioned Wellington Webb. He had come out of the African-American community in Denver, organizing for various civil rights causes and housing rights causes, because Denver had a very entrenched history of hostility to African-Americans. There was an active Ku Klux Klan there in the 20s and 30s. And so that kind of built this very activist community among African-Americans. Federico Pena, I'm using these guys as symbols for what the city was, but Federico Pena came out of the Mexican-American community and he came to Denver from Texas specifically in the early 70s specifically to organize the Chicano community in Denver and the Chicano community in Denver was very active and they'd started in the 60s and 70s and they had very much found a place in the political culture of Denver by the the 80s. And even though these were not like the majority communities in Denver, they were very active. Denver was very much a city where everyone had a seat at the table. They didn't always get what they wanted But they all had a seat at the table in in local government. And that's one of the things that contributed to its vibrancy as a city.
0: Who was excluded from that great America?
1: Well, as I alluded to, there was a lot of very entrenched historical systematic racism in Denver. These two mayors I talked about. They come out of an activist tradition that was fighting against that. So that has not entirely disappeared. It's really baked into the pie. There's a legacy of housing discrimination. There's still kind of segregated neighborhoods in Denver that are not necessarily, even in this period, getting the resources they need because of those historical problems. Even if you have a Mexican-American mayor, sometimes just representation isn't enough because there's decades or a century of historical discrimination that they have to fight against. A lot of what these two mayors did was based around these large infrastructure projects, the Denver Airport being the biggest example. Because of this historical discrimination, there were issues of, was the the, the kind of the largesse from these projects being distributed equitably? And there were conflicts about that. Some of that economic expansion uh, and redevelopment threatened the historically minority neighborhoods because, you know, those are the neighborhoods that were seen as blighted and they were targeted for redevelopment for better or worse. And, you know, so you had issues of gentrification as well. And then, of course, all the political conflict that comes with who gets left out of these big projects. It's not entirely a rosy picture, but Denver seems better equipped than a lot of cities to deal with these problems.
0: How does that tie into current day?
1: Well, Denver's an interesting case because there's still a very prosperous city. These mayors I mentioned have all become politically prominent on the national level. Federico Peña became Secretary of Transportation. Wellington Webb was a very and remains a very respected national figure. And of course, the new senator from Colorado was a former mayor of Denver, came in right after this period, who is very much part of that economy that was created in the 80s and 90s. He's basically part of that story. He was a petroleum geologist, lost his job, and then managed to start a microbrewery when there was this blossoming of this new urban culture in Denver and became wealthy and prominent and became a mayor Denver is still very much about the legacy of this period, which is why I selected it as the Great America period
0: in Denver. Tom, thanks so much for being on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to In Search of the Great America. Today's episode had music by Valentin Tsutsnetsky. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. For show notes and more information on the podcast, please visit our website, greatamericaproject.com. Thank you.